It's the left versus the right in the right corner. John Casamitidis in the left corner. It's Anthony Weiner. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios. It's a 77 WABC debate. The Rumble in the Concrete Jungle. Round two. So welcome to Left versus Right. I'm Anthony Weiner. I'm here with John Katzmatidis. For those of you who are expecting to hear Curtis Lee, he will be back as usual next week. It's tough to keep him away. And if you miss him on this show, you can hear him at uh, about noon every day. You can hear him at 7.15 with Sid. Believe me, if you're having trouble finding Curtis Lee, you don't have to look far. John and I are back again together. We had last week had an impromptu little conversation, and we both enjoyed it. We got great response, 800-848-WABC, and you can reach me on wienerwabc at gmail.com. And it's great to be back here. We're going to talk about some of the issues. This is the beginning of 2024. WABC Radio, under the leadership of you, John, an undeniable right-leaning to be g- gentle about well, we're it. We're a right-leaning. You we're, are right-leaning. We are a little right-leaning, but I've tried to bring it closer to the center as possible. And and as I say, whenever I have my friends on the left criticize me, I say, listen, there's plenty of ways they could have had people on this station who are just pretending or whatever, but I'm, I'm a true believer. But I am someone who also believes in the idea. One of the reasons I call my show The Middle is because I believe the facts are neither left nor right. They are in the middle. And I think that John and I have had some ability to agree on some facts. We've disagreed on some others, but we can always go to go to look it up. But, John, it's the beginning of 2024. I know we say this every two or every four years, but this really does seem like a very big deal, the election this year. And both candidates are fairly unpopular. Both candidates are pretty old. Both candidates have had some time in office that so we can kind of look at the records. What do you think might emerge this year that might be something of a – Surprise, an issue that maybe we're looking at in October that we're like, huh, it didn't see that one coming. Or is it going to be the stuff we're looking at today, immigration and crime and the, and the Middle East and the like? I, I think the, the, some of the most important issues are um, the American people uh, had low interest rates for a few years. Uh, you're able to, to buy the house you loved uh, for like maybe two and three, two and three quarters percent interest. Uh, I think the American people uh, enjoyed low cost of gasoline. It was two two dollars, two twenty five, two fifty. The the stock market went up tremendously, and uh, I I believe that in twenty twenty four, because it 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 is an election year, the same thing is going to happen because uh, nobody wants to go into the election uh, with eight percent mortgages. Nobody wants to go into the election with the stock market being in the sewer. Nobody wants to go into the election with uh, four, five, six dollars worth of uh, for gasoline. So it's an election year. So it, this is going to be a year that's going to look good. Now, the sixty-four used to be sixty-four, 64, million, sixty-four thousand thousand dollar question. Was, yeah. The sixty-four trillion dollar question: uh, What's going to happen after the election? 
And what, where is the markets going to go? Where are interest rates going to go? And whom, you like the word whom, mm-hmm. whom do you trust to make sure that the future of the United States of America is in the right hands? Got it. So just so our listeners understand, and I have to tell you, I've been in politics for a while before I started doing this stuff. What do you, you think that when people are investing in the stock market, you think they're thinking about making Joe Biden look good? I mean, I don't understand this election year a strategy you think that everyone I has. I think it's just they, they want to feel good. It's not about looking good. Uh, of, the, uh, of all the investors in the stock market, it's not only investors in the stock market. It's the pension funds. Uh, that if you had a pension fund, uh, which way is the pension fund going? Uh, if you were a union worker or whatever, because all all the pension funds are mostly in the markets, and it, it, it determines. Now, the the pension funds. I'm on the board of a few pension funds. I'm on the board of a union pension fund. The Washington. Expects you to have an eight percent return on a union pension fund. I mean, how the heck are you going to get that? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're not going to get it in, in, in treasury bonds. How, how do you get an eight percent return on a union pension fund? You tell me. Well, but but there's a whole idea, and I've heard this said before. It's just a little bit mysterious to me. Well. It's going to be a good year because it's an election year. Well, if the president had the ability to dial the election, to dial the economy up and down, when would they ever dial it down? It oh, they'd always want it to be good. I think that I think I think we wildly overstate how much the president had, like the president didn't have any control over rates going up or down, right? I mean, this was the Fed. It, it the Fed is, does monetary it is policy. Your opinion, and I respect your opinion. My opinion. The, the, the way a trillion dollars worth of wealth moved from North America to Russia, the OPEC nations, and over on the other side, is when President Biden knocked off, made fossil fuels, made, made uh, crude oil the enemy of the people, knocked off the pipeline, and what happened? All right. Well, let's- we went from fifty-five dollars a, a a barrel to $110, $120 a barrel. Gasoline went from $2 a, a gallon to $6 a gallon. Uh, diesel fuel went up. And you know, all the transportation for food, all the transportation, for the, all the, you're getting nervous, Anthony. No, get nervous. It, it isn't. It's a all, little. All, all, all the, the ability to, to, to run our factories, it's all run on diesel fuel. Yeah. So when that goes up, Guess what happens to the price of food? Yes. It goes up 20%, okay. 30%. But here's the thing, John. And it's the truth. And to me, to me, talking to you about oil and gas and, natu- and and things like that is a little bit like someone talking to Ted Williams and giving them tips about batting. I mean, you know this stuff. You know it very well. But let me just point out a couple of things here. What happened that, to Rocky Calavito? No, you're, <laughs> let me point out a couple of things here. First of all, there are this notion that Joe Biden has the ability to turn on and off worldwide oil consumption is just ridiculous. Even the, the, the XL pipeline, which we heard so much about, 
The XL Pipeline got caught up in 71 different lawsuits trying to stop it. It was going through private property, and that doesn't produce a single ounce of oil. It just transfers it from one place to another. It takes an L and makes it a triangle. So that's one thing. The second thing is, look, I totally get it that there there are a lot of forces in the world that want high oil prices. You described last week better than anyone I've heard describe that there's a Goldilocks zone, that everyone makes their money, but also the consumer doesn't get whacked, and also government's fairly happy. But we have to acknowledge something here. The Saudis are not our friends. The Russians are not our friends. These people that influence these prices are not our friends. Did I tell you something? You're 100% right. The Saudis are taking care of the Saudis. The Russians take care of themselves. They all take care of themselves. But we took care of them because we made the Russians, when oil went from $50 a barrel to 100 the Russians were making a billion dollars a day. A billion dollars a day. You know what funded the Ukraine war? That billion dollars a day. Well, if you're going you to You know give- what funded the... the, the the, the uh, Hamas and the Hezbollah and the Yahtzees, Iran. They, because, let me give you one important number, Anthony, and then I'll let you talk. Under uh, President Trump, the Iranians were only allowed to pump 400,000 barrels a day at $50 a barrel. They were only, to be, they only had enough money to feed themselves. Under President Biden, Right now, they are pumping, sitting down, Anthony, 4 million barrels a day instead of 400,000, and they're making $2 billion a week profit. Do you think they're taking that $2 billion a week profit they're making and feeding their people? Absolutely not. You know what they're doing with that $2 billion a day? They're paying for the Iranian Foreign Legion, uh, the Hamas's. The Hatzbalas and the Yutsis and whoever else. I lose track of the names no, 100%, after a while. 100%. So, I, I, by, mistake, well, I, I, by mistake, I said a, a wrong name last week. Yeah. Judge Weinberg almost threw me off. I, to, was, yeah, I, 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 I said the Hadassah. <laughs> that would be funny if Hadassah went into war for, with the Iranians. He should, they'd actually be very tough. They're, they're the Jewish women's group. They'd, be, they'd probably kick some butt if they got into this. Look, here's what I, I would say. Is that, is that if you're going to – say that Joe Biden helped out the Russians by increasing the price of oil, then you've got to give him credit for negotiating and keeping together the European bloc and the NATO nations to not buy Russian oil. I I would say this. You think that's true? Well, that's what happened. That's what happened. No, no. That's what officially is happening. Look, all all I can do. Do you think, Anthony, I'm asking you, I'm looking you in the eyes. Do you think that's true? I I know. There are so many, the, the old Greek word was skeletas. There's so many skeletas going on. No, I think that's right. And among and among the skeletas, uh, yeah. now that I've got that word in my vocabulary, among the skeletas is the Chinese say, "Oh, we're not buying anything from Iran when they're buying through Malaysia." They're buying it, and they're, you know, you know who's helping them ship it? The who, damn Greeks with their, they, with, with their tankers. They? They're, they're switching in in, in between oil. Yeah. You've seen the movies. Uh, you know, on on Wednesday, it's oh, this is. Uh, Iranian oil on Tuesday. No, no, no. This is not. not uh, this is something else. <laughs> no, because what's happening is I saw the movie. Is like Malaysia is buying on on paper at least. 
Malaysia is buying enough oil to support like the United States plus Russia combined because they're using it. They're figuring out a way to go around the sanctions and to get it to China. I get it. I get that. they. But my view is getting to the fact that it's raining outside instead of snowing is that if we really want to help this situation, we should stop. And I know this is not in the interest of my employer, but the less we're consuming fossil fuels, the less we're consuming oil, the less we're putting money in the pockets of bad people. Plain and simple. Now, I don't think that that's something that happens overnight, and I don't think that is something that happens quickly. But if we can transfer to use less and less and less of this oil, we are going to give less and less money to those people in the Middle East. That, that We are right now. Every time, my brothers and sisters, every time you are pumping, don't believe that oil is something that comes from, from Pennsylvania and goes directly to New York because it's close. It's one fungible market. And what winds up happening is when we're pumping gas, that money is going in the pockets of bad people as well as good people. And those bad people are second. funding terrorism. Exxon, Mobil, uh, Chevron, all the big companies, they're all United States companies. Yes, but they're making – And you know who owns them? United States shareholders. Yes, I know. But, and but, you know who, who gets the pension funds and, and, and the dividends? United States. Yeah, but you know who else gets dividends? The Saudis. The, Ira- the Iranian. They have nothing else. If we take this away from them, so at they're $50, meaningless. If 50, when, it, I, when Saudi Arabia had $50 oil, they weren't as rich as they are today. I want them to have – Now, t- I got one more thing yeah. to tell you. You know, we kept talking about last week during the shows. Uh, we, now we have the old terrorist groups are back. Al-Qaeda. Who's Al-Qaeda. Well, Al Qaeda is funded by, um, they're they they they're what they're Shiites. Well, they're yeah they're they're well no they're, they're mostly Sunni but no ISIS, right? ISIS is Sunnis, and who attacked Iran this week? Well, who Iran, who did it? ISIL, uh, ISIL, ISIS, right? And who funded them? Most likely, I'm not saying for sure. Well, a lot Saudi Arabia. Maybe because Correct. Saudi Arabia and this whole thing started. I'm going to tell you how this whole thing started. Saudi Arabia and Israel were going to make a treaty. And they're going to try to act like civilized people. And guess who got pissed off? Iran. Guess how they, what they did when they got pissed off? They pressed the Hamas button. Yeah, except the problem. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. No, here. Let me. We don't know what happened. We're all guessing. I'm but just here, telling you it happened. But we're guessing at what happened because if that was really the case, then why has Hezbollah stayed mostly on the sidelines up to now? It doesn't make a lot of sense. I got now, one more thing for you. Yeah, go ahead. And then there'll be your no, return. Yeah, take your time. Uh, one it's, more it's thing. Your, it's your microphone. No, it's <laughs> yours too. I want. I'm always fair. You are. You are. And, and, and the fact is, uh, I think my opinion. Uh, it wasn't politically correct for Israel to attack Iran. Uh, I don't think Biden would have allowed it. So what happens? What happens? They they chose up sides and decided that Saudi Arabia is going to attack Iran, and they activated ISIS. John, John here's the thing. I'm just giving. No, you- no, no, no. Here's the thing. And you. Food- and- Food for thought. I know, but you do something that I think too many people want to do. They want to make pat, linear narrative lines between thing A and thing B. Let's remember something. This is ISIL and this, the, the – uh, whose side 
were 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 we on in the battle between um, Iran and ISIS? We were on the side of Iran when the Houthi rebels were fighting against the Saudis. Whose side were we on? We were on the side of the Houthis. We don't have permanent interests. I mean, we don't have permanent friends or permanent enemies. We just have permanent interests. These things are very complicated. The reason nobody's bombing Iran right now, and that thank God uh, uh, um, Senator Graham is not in charge of anything, is the last thing Israel wants is to expand this thing. And everything that they've been saying to the world and saying to us is we don't want to expand this. And, 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 but they and, shut down the Suez Canal. They shut down the Red Sea. The, the Houthi rebels are not shutting anything down. They're a tiny speck on the But they on the did. Ass. Listen, all, all I'm saying is the Iranians are troublemakers. There's no doubt about it. But you're, there's no way Bibi right now wants war with Iran. He wants us to, to keep this as limited. Because think let about this. Let me this. ask you. Uh, Why is let the, me here, ask here, you the $64 trillion question. Yeah. Are we, whether it's Saudi Arabia, whether it's the United States, or whether it's Israel, is Iran going to be allowed to have nuclear weapons? Excellent question. When we come back on Left versus Right with Anthony Weiner and John Katsimatidis, I'll break it all down. It's the left versus the right. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios, it's a 77 WABC debate. The Rumble in the Concrete Jungle, round two. 77 WABC. Welcome back to Left versus Right. Anthony Weiner and not Curtis Lee. He'll be back next week. John Katzmatidis, owner-operator of WABC and Red Apple Media. And we were talking a little bit about oil and gas, which is clearly an area of John's specialty. Let's talk a little bit about the issue that dominated in New York. was not as big an issue nationwide, but might be the reason that the House went to the Republicans. It's the issue of crime. Now, all of the numbers are down. This is a historic reduction we've had nationally, according to the FBI, Every big city except for, I think, one has had reductions in New York City. Everything is down except for grand larceny autos. So crime is getting better numerically, and I think that it takes a little while. There's a lag time. We saw this every time. See, that's your opinion. No, no. I mean the numbers. The numbers, the crime is going down because the police officers are are not making the arrests. No, you're saying the reports. Arrest crimes are down. The police officers – if somebody is committing a crime, they the police officers are still making out paperwork, and the, and the criminal goes home already. Has no, I, know, I know, I know, but, crime, right, but that, that's but, the facts. I, See, the the politicians in our city are running around saying, "Oh, crime is down," but. You know of anybody that's walking around? I want to. I want to walk up and down Third Avenue with you at night after dark, and down Lexington. You know, but Avenue here's the problem. And down Madison Avenue, there's nobody I here. I understand, but you Republicans, you point to I'm all these. I'm not a Republican. All right, whatever. You point to. I'm these a be- centrist. You're the right. Look at the head of the pro. The program says left versus right. You know. All right, I'm. You, a, I'm I, centrist. Right. You say crime is going up, and you point to the statistics. Point to the statistics, and then it goes down. You say, "Oh, don't believe the statistics. Make up your mind." Here's the situation. If if you've been murdered, there's a body. You can't fake that. Murders are down. If there's a shooting, someone who shows up in a hospital emergency room, you can't fake that.
at. Numbers are down. All You're getting I can excited, t- Anthony. I'm saying this. I'm saying this whole idea comes down to at least can we agree on the numbers and then argue about the numbers. Right. Are, the numbers are not the real numbers right now. Listen, they've been doing that for a long time, Anthony. Did they do it under Rudy? Uh, so, absolutely. So prime, I'm sure they so did it So Prime wasn't down under Rudy. I'm sure it was very safe under Rudy after, after okay. a while. So but cr- not initially. It took a long time to get crime down. I know. So That's where my people point. could walk around. I enjoyed walking around our city and going to, to dinner at night. I enjoyed going around our city. Go, go ask the, the workers in CVS. Go ask the, the workers in Rite Aid. Go ask the workers in, in, in Dwayne Reed. And why guess would I, what? Why would if I, you tell them crime is down, you know what they're going to do? They won't stop laughing at you, know, Anthony. Here's the story, John. Here's, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is that we always hear about the negative numbers. You guys do it on the, on the economy also all the time. The economy is uh, – you can't trust the economy numbers. They're giving you BS numbers. I've this, said that. No, but the point that I'm making is is there's a whole universe of people that talk about issues that the first thing they do is say you can't believe any of the statistics so we can't talk about mm-hmm. anything. I want to tell you this. Today, crime did, is— Did oil go from 55 to 110? I don't, I don't want to go back to oil. All right. I'm going to throw a okay, flag. We'll, we'll you don't throw, want to go back to oil? I want to, I want to stick with crime. Okay, crime. But I ask you this. Is it a fact that crime today is 40% lower than it was under Rudy? Well, the, the answer the crime, is yes. The crime went under Rudy went down significantly. Sure did. But it went down even more significantly under Bloomberg. It, who the, the okay. lowest crime in New York City was under which mayor? The lowest crime in New York City uh, was probably the first couple of years after Bloomberg and 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 during De Blasio. De, Blasio, De Blasio's last year didn't start okay. to turn around until COVID. Listen, all I'm saying is these things change and perceptions change. You cannot deny that. But I, I'm telling you, you you talk to anybody in New York about walking around at night. No, I listen. You're, you're, you're whole, stumbling. No, I'm not going to talk to someone about CVS about crime statistics. I'm going to talk to the NYPD. Why not? Because why? Walk into a CVS. Walk into a Dwayne Reed. By the way, do you know why? Walk into a Rite Aid. Do you know? And, and everything is locked up. You know why? Yes. There's no, We've had a lot of shoplifting. Yeah, I, I want you to go and work in a Dwayne Reed. Go to work a in a supermarket for for one week. A lot of shoplifting. I'll pay you double to go a work lot for of shoplifting. one week. A lot of and shoplifting. Guess what? You'll be scared crapless. The index crimes. Okay. The, 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 you dial 911. You know when you're going to get somebody? Our cops do a very good job. They Listen, do a great job. Here's, here's part of my problem with, with, with this conversation, John. Too much of this is talking down our city. If you're listening to this I don't radio, want to talk down. I love our city. Okay. If you listen to this station, you would think the crime isn't down when it is. That's the bottom line. Crime is down. It's not down. Okay. Here's what's going on. You, if you listen okay. to this station, want, well, you think you, that wait, people wait. are getting pushed onto the tracks. I want you to go to the theater district and ask them, how is business? The, the, actually, the, actually, tourism now, is up in our city. It's past COVID levels. I said go to the theater business and ask them how it is. Okay? John, here's the way we measure some of these things. We look at tourism. Tourism is up, but I got to tell you, sometimes I listen to this station and I wonder why anyone would come here. There's so much doubt talking down about our city. I Out of control. Tourism. People I'm going wild. I want to bring the pandas to New York to, to increase tourism it's by not 10 safe. million. It's not safe for the pandas, John. I'm telling you, do us we a favor. Have, keep this, keep this. We'll have Chinese security guards. Let me ask you this, but it's, it's, a lo- it's a local issue. It's been a local issue forever. Is there anything? Now, I believe there are some things the federal government can do. Now we, we, we migrants. Can, what's going on with migrants? Let's talk a little. Let's talk let's a little move bit. On. Let's talk a little bit about migrants. 
Do you believe they should build additional walls? Um, I believe we should have better control of who's coming and going. I believe in immigration. I've always said that to you. You believe in immigration I laws? I believe in immigration. Should we have laws? I believe in immigration. But I believe that we should control of who's coming and who's going and not just let and everybody we, in. And how do we do that? How do we decide who comes and goes? Listen, we didn't have the problem years ago. No, how do we do But today, okay. how, do, how do we decide? We have to have a law, right? You have to have laws. Can somebody? We, but I think we have the laws. Can, can I hold on a second? Before we okay. move on. Can you please show me the Donald Trump Immigration Reform Act of 1917 or 18 or, or 2017, 18 or 19? I, Anything I, I, listen, that we, I'm Anthony, I am not a detailed person. I just know the facts. How many people do you think of coming through the borders the last few months? Way too many. Okay. In, in, uh, we how agree. About this, how about this for a fact? We agree. How about this? The number of people that came in this year is bigger than 17 states. Yeah. And how, and, and how many came through when President Trump was president? Uh, way too many. A lot too less. Well, yes, there yes. were less, but less. Because they went. Well, but, let me tell you what Trump oh, you did. want to do stats? You want to do stats? No, no, no. no I just want to do facts. No, but who is detained? I'm doing facts, too. Who is detained more people at the border for crossing illegally, Trump or Biden? For how long? Ten Biden. seconds? Biden. Uh, for ten seconds? Wait, wait, hold on a second. Hold on. Listen, the, the same exact regimen of laws was in place. No, but it's not just the laws. Oh, it's what is it? Allowing, uh, uh, allowing our border patrols to do their job. No, that's, that's utter baloney. The border patrol is following the law. They're law enforcement officers. So, and by the way, the people that these asylees are going to, as you know, I've printed out the law for you that says they're here lawfully. They're going to border officers to report. Okay? And the border officers, you look at those lines on, on yes. Fox News. Yeah, but President Biden, wait, listen, President Biden said to everybody in Africa, everybody in South America, come on up, okay. we're letting you in. Okay. Is that right to do? Okay. Is that right to do for the President of the United it's States? It's also not right for people to go on the radio and say the borders are open. That's a lie. They are wide open. That's a lie. They are wide That's open. That's not true. That's not true. There are laws that are in place. All right. If I you mean, think that our... Yeah. You, 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 we'll get you the videos. All right. Let me ask you a question about borders being all opened and closed. Do you think there's a door? There's a door for what? You think there's a door at the border? I, we can I lock. believe that there's a way to to maintain our borders in a more safer how? fashion. How do you do that? Okay. Well, I know, uh, I know how Trump did it. Should we? I don't know. Let's let's today. I know let's, how Trump did let's it. Let's live in 2000. Should okay. we hire more more border officers? I I think you're better off hiring more. Border officers and then hiring Joe Biden uh, wants then to. hiring eighty five thousand more IRS agents. Well, okay, so you want to hire more border officers? That's what Joe Biden wants to do. Should we hire more? He people? He wants to Should... hire people to process so called for uh, assign. You know uh, what do you asylum? People looking for asylum. What do you mean so called? That's a lot of crap. What do you mean so called? That's what they are. <laughs> that I'm, is I'm holding a lot the of my crap. Hand. You're just letting them in and 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 putting down. Oh, my name is Joe Joe Schmo. Do you have a passport? No. My name is Joe Schmo. So, yeah, so your guy, your guy at the border is going to write, Joe Schmo has just entered the United States. No. Welcome to the United States. Here's a free cell phone. I'm, 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 Goodbye. I'm going to try to explain this again. Uh, no, you can explain no, it I'm you try to explain. Here's I'm just the law, giving you the truth. Here's the law of the United States. I'm giving you the truth. John, here's the law of the United States. I believe the law. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me explain it. Okay. Let me explain it. You're if being someone, a technocrat now. You no, I'm that. not. No, you know what I'm doing? I am explaining why, I, why the bumper sticker doesn't work. Yeah. Close the border is a bumper sticker. I want to do, I want to explain to you and to the listeners that it's not like that. It's not a bumper sticker. There's not a door that we close. We have a law right now that is outdated, that needs to get fixed. Until we fix the laws, 
They are not going to get fixed. And you know who does law fixing? Lawmakers. You know who appropriates money? Lawmakers. You know what they're doing right now? Nothing. And who controls the House of Representatives doing tours at the border while the Senate and the president are trying to work out a deal? These laws are broken and they need to get fixed. And I can tell you that right now the only way to fix these laws is to take the asylum program and update it for the 2000, for, for 2024. It hasn't been fixed since the 1960s. Well, right now, you, you are, I am pro-helping Ukraine. I am pro-helping Israel. And the Republican Senate has told the Democratic Senate, let's work it out, but we want to protect our borders. 100%. And, that's and what, you know what they're getting? Crap. No, they're, they're, they're working Crap. out a deal right now. And I, I, I pray they work a deal. They're going to work a deal I, right now. I, I but pray. I'm gonna, when we get back, I John, pray. When, I, we, when we get back, I'm going to read you the quote of one of these Republican members of Congress. You can know what this is all about. Left versus right. Anthony Weiner with John Katsopinius. We're just getting warmed up. Maybe a little too warm. If I'm not here when you get back, it's because it's got a little bit feisty. We'll see you right back. Radio 77 WABC. It's the left versus the right. It's a 77 WABC debate. The rumble in the concrete jungle. Round two. 77 WABC. Welcome back to Left vs. Right, a special edition, Anthony Weiner and John Katsimatidis. When we left off, we were talking a little bit about immigration. So there's really no disagreement about immigration. Everyone seems to agree about that subject. When we left off, I said I was going to ask, you know, why things weren't getting done. And he said, I hope that the Senate and the White House work out a deal. I think they're going I ho- to. I hope so. No, I think they are. I think it's going to be the left's got to give a little bit on the wall and the fence and border officers. That's the definition of compromise. And the right has to give a little bit about what do we do with these people who are undocumented who are here now. We now, have to figure out a system. I got a question for you, Anthony. I got a good question. Fire away. Why is Joe Biden suing Texas? Let me tell you something. If I was the... If I was the governor of Texas, I'd be doing what he's been doing. When my constituents have homes that are being robbed, they, that, they, 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 that they're being mowed down by migrants that are not necessarily welcomed, who is protecting our citizens of Texas? Well, let me, let me ask you a question. You, what, the biggest border town is a place called El Paso, Texas. They have a Democrat or Republican mayor. They have a Democratic mayor. They have a Democrat, very popular Democratic mayor. And why is that? It's because he knows his economy and his town. But what does that have to do with keeping this, this, well, because the state of – You hey, just said – If I was the governor if I was the governor of Texas, I would be doing exactly what Governor Abbott is doing, protecting my, my constituents. I know you say protecting. Because they're, they're coming through the borders, bringing drugs. Oh, stop Bringing it. drugs. They're not bringing drugs. You're doing 100, nothing. 100,000, 100,000 Americans no died in 12 John, months from drugs. John, you're a businessman. Are these big cartels? Are, are there's money in drugs? Are these, are these big cartels businesses? 
You think Big they're business. you think they're putting in the backpack of someone going over the River Grand or giving it to an American citizen in a truck to put Both. in the panels? Both. And they're not giving it to the guy. Both. They're not doing it by twenty pills at a time. Let's use our head Both. here. But you asked a question about the state of Texas and how you should govern they have the state the right of Texas. To protect themselves, Anthony. That's fine. They just don't have the right to enforce the federal law, the Constitution. Well, little problem. Don't forget, Texas was an independent country when they well, joined. That, when they joined. The United States and, of America. Yeah, that's that's all fine. Except they're they are now in the United States of America. If we can catch up to the year two thousand twenty four, they they don't have it within their authority to enforce federal laws. This guy Arpaio, remember they sure? have the they have the within their authority to keep their citizens uh, uh, safe, don't they? Oh, yeah, they they have. They, what they, would you do if you were any, governor? Any what state law? What would you law? do, Anthony, if you were governor of Texas tomorrow? Well, first of all, I'd put a gun in my <laughs> mouth because I can't imagine living anywhere else but New York City. But the more I important, love New York too. but the more important thing is the more important thing is is how you manage a immigration problem is not state by state or city by city. That's and I think we can agree upon that. I think it's got to be the federal government doing its job. But if but, the federal government doesn't do their job, and Mayorkas is over there, the sick, his Homeland Security directors over there doing crap. What do, what do you do as the governor? Do of you Texas? Want, here's but but here's and this gets back to the big source of our disagreement here. Is that do the Republicans, does the right in this country want a solution or they want to complain? And I'm going to read you no, the quote. No, I I'm want to, a solution. I'm going to read well, you. I want a solution. I understand. But, John, if you were in charge of this, you and I would work this problem out in an hour. It's not that hard. Less, less. But the politics are, unfortunately for this country, the Republicans are playing politics. I'm going to read you a quote from one of the Republicans that just visited. Go ahead. Tell me. That just visited. It's a guy named, uh, it's a guy named um, Troy Nels. He's from Texas. Let, this is a quote to CNN. Let me tell you, I'm not willing to do too damn much right now to help a Democrat and to help Joe Biden's approval rating. I will not help Democrats try to improve this man's dismal approval rating. It's politics, plain and simple. The only difference in that guy's quote is he's too. So who are you supporting for, for for president? Right now, I would vote for the old guy. <laughs> I'm, I would vote for Joe Biden. I think he's done a pretty good job. And keep the borders. Keep- are you kidding? He's got almost three world wars going on at the same time, okay. Anthony. Let's let's let's. He's got almost let's three go world that. wars let's go going that. on at the same time. So he's got he's got problems with the Chinese. He's got problems. Venezuela. And, and thank God he, he was uh, he was buying oil from Venezuela and supporting him. Venezuela wants to start a war with their next door I neighbor. I have no idea where there to start. There's more wars. There's more wars going on than ever before. That's exactly right, John. And sometimes wars go on. Does that mean so? Whose side? Whose side are we supposed to be on? Russia or Ukraine? Whose side are we on? Is, you, you pick a side. Whose side? It's not even a close call. We're on Ukraine side. Whose side are we on? Are we on Israel or Hamas? You pick it's a side. Not even close. It's Israel. And that's where our leader, our president has been every single step of the way. But I want to say something. He has done something that Donald Trump could never do. Imagine Trump trying to rally NATO to stand up to Putin when Trump loves Putin and Trump badmouthed the NATO. You know, you're, 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 you're smoking grass right now. Come on. Give me a break. It's against our, our policy uh, yeah, here at, at Red a- Apple Media. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, Trump, Trump might have liked Putin as a person. and But, but. Putin feared Trump. When did he, he stand would, up to Putin? He would never, ever. Hey, when how many wars did we have when Trump was president? They attacked our we country. We had no wars. They attacked our election in 2016, according to Donald Trump's own officers. We had no wars and during 2016 to 2020, did listen, we? Listen. Did I'm we gonna, have a war? We had a nonstop we war against nothing. the Russians that whole time. By the way, 
I understand why Donald Trump likes Putin. Putin weighed in to try to defeat Hillary Clinton and did it successfully in 2016. So you're blaming – are you supporting Hillary Clinton uh, that that Putin made her lose? Yes. My God. And and by the way, you know know who supported that conclusion? The the security and intelligence intelligence community under – wait for it – Donald Trump. And how did they make Hillary lose? Well, I, I mean, there's a whole report that they did, and many people were indicted for it, and the Mueller report showed it. But basically what they did is they used, exploited the gaps in our social media. They exploited our gaps in, in, our, in our intelligence wait, wait, wait. to basically— Social media. Tur- yeah. That guy, what, what, what's his name, spent $400 million in support of Hillary. Who did? Who's, that, who's the social media guy? That oh, spent Zuckerberg? Four, wait, wait. Let me get the number. Four hundred forty-four uh, million hey, dollars. Hey, hey, well, let me say it slowly. Can, let me say it slowly. How much is four hundred forty-four million? Musk bought a whole a whole Twitter just to help Trump. Come on, I, rich people do uh, things. Listen, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't know personally. Uh, Musk didn't own it during the election. I understand, but he bought one now he to know. help in two thousand twenty-four. No, rich I mean, people can rich people can weigh in on for whoever Musk they want. But Musk didn't buy it during the election. Didn't have it during the election. Wait a minute, but I'm saying he has for two right now. If you're opposed to rich people weighing in for candidates, then you know what? Then, am, then, then, I, then I stop want Musk from owning. Whatever is common sense. Well, what's common sense is stand up to okay, Russia. I, I, you don't lick his boots. Hey, I, I would never lick his boots. No, Trump, but Trump, let Trump. Let me tell you something. Uh, Putin, at one point, and he was chased away by Obama. All right, you want to go into that? We can go into that someday. What are you talking someday. about? Someday. Putin wanted to be a member of the European community. He wanted to be part of the European community, not part of China. Hey, okay? hey, hey, I say I this to you, from facts. John, I say this to you with great love and respect. Putin's a bad dude. He's no, not, I didn't he say is he not, was a good he dude. He does not, he is the opposite I, listen, of U.S. interests. I did Unlike not say Xi, he's a good dude, but the truth is, he wanted to be closer to the European community than he did to no, China. No, and you John. know who chased him away? You know who chased him away? The, the, the Western the world o. chased him away. The, because no, the this is the, Obama this guy chased right him now. Away. Obama chased him away. Can you imagine... Can you imagine how lucky we are if one of our own European Union members was attacking a fellow? Right now... They did! Putin... Turkey attacked Cyprus. What did you do about it? I understand that. Well, all right. unfortunately, unfortunately, all kinds of violence goes on in the world with players that are small. Russia is a big one. Well, let me ask you this. Can you tell me what happened? In Maybe I'm getting a little insight into it now. What happened among Republicans that made them go from the toughest anti-Soviet party of Ronald Reagan to now being people that make apologies for Putin? Where did that happen? Did I make an Not apology you, for John. I'm, you're representing your whole What's side the, now. Who, who, who uh, made apologies for Putin? And they, 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 Tucker Carlson in what, a third of the Senate, about a third of the House and Senate right now. The Republicans have gone soft on Putin. When did that happen? I don't understand. My that. God. And then, then how many Democrats went soft on uh, Iran? What do you mean? Uh, Iran oh, we was were the enemy. To, we were supposed to talk about the Iran nuclear Okay. Deal. You want to talk how, about that? How, how, okay. Who's gonna, who is going to prevent Iran? Do you think Iran should have nuclear weapons? No. Well, listen. I'm I want to tell you. It was, it, it was Trump pressure. that got out of the nuclear deal even when his own people said it was working. Now you can it was say never working. Listen, all right. Let, give, give me, give me, give me a moment to say this, John. The Iran nuclear deal was a regime to prevent Iran from developing a nuclear weapon, 
And what was included in that deal was if you let us come and do inspections, if you let the international community keep an eye on you and not develop a nuclear weapon, and everyone agreed it was working, that it would stop in the state. Now, did it make Iran a nice country who wasn't exporting all kinds of other trouble? No, they were still that, but we knew all along that was the deal. Iran is a great country, but the Persians are a great country. The religious factions... The Osama bin Laden's of 2023-2024, the mullahs. The Akbudunajads. I get funding, it. I get it. That we're funding not, are we're bad not, people. We're not funding them. They hate, oh, we're not funding them? No. We're giving them $2 billion a week in oil profits. Well, you can say that they're making money because they own why, why did Joe Biden allow them to do 4 million barrels a day, John, a day I have re- instead of 400,000 barrels I will, a day? I'll explain this me. again. Oh, because yeah, I'm, I'm, when listening. We, I'm listening. When we walked away from the Iran nuclear deal, which was working to keep them from getting a nuclear weapon, which now they're developing again. And I, I have deep reservations, John. I share them about the Iran nuclear deal. I don't know how I would have voted if I was in the House at the time. But I can tell you this. We knew that when we the argument against walking away was it lets China walk away. They were in the regime with us. And we're not buying the oil, but China is. So that's the problem and we have. And we're allowing it to happen. What do you mean allowing it? We don't, we're not the and boss of the And we doubled the, the price of oil, and, and we made... Iran rich again. Okay. You you keep going back to that. But you say, how do we stop China from buying oil? I'm open to suggestions no, about how we get anyone to stop buying oil. You can't. It's a world market. Of course. Okay? And, and the but dam, at least— And, and, the, and the damn Greeks with their, their cargoes, they're, they're, they're the ones shipping it in between. When was the last time we had inspections to know whether the Iranians were developing a nuclear bomb? That's we right. Had no, we totally did. Unfortunately, that was when we pulled out of the deal. We'll be right back to wrap up Left versus Right. Talk Radio 77 WABC. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. John Katsimatidis in the left corner. It's Anthony Weiner. The Rumble in the Concrete Jungle. Round two. 77 WABC. And welcome back to Left vs. Right. Wrapping up, it's Anthony Weiner and John Katzenberg. We can't run late. Vinny Madunio has his thing to do. But uh, I had a question for you. But first, do you have one for me before we move on? Yeah, I, I just uh, got another text uh, from Rita. Question. Yes. Why did uh, Joe Biden take the Hootsies off the terrorist list? Because we were supporting the Houthis against the, against the Saudis. The Houthis were trying to overturn— The Houthis are a subsidiary of the Iranian Foreign Legion. I know. This is the point I was, okay. trying, to, the point I was trying to make earlier is we have permanent interests but not permanent friends. When the Houthis were fighting against the Saudis, remember, the Houthis are trying to overturn the government of Yemen. We supported the government of Yemen, right? I mean, we, 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 no, we were supporting the Saudis has, were attacking Houthis. Has Joe Houthis. Biden in the last 40 years made the right— the right foreign uh, he has been uh, policy decisions. I, went, I know Joe, I don't get along with Joe Biden very well. He doesn't I, like you either. I'm, he doesn't like me either. No one's ever he, been. He is. No one's been. To- Secretary Gates. You know what Secretary no one, Gates hold on, said. Let me. You know what Secretary Gates said. Yeah. Joe Biden has not made I the know. right foreign policy decision in four decades. Except this, he's been steadfast. By the way, Obama said the same thing. Steadfast for Israel, a hundred percent. I appreciate him for that. I have a question for you. Go ahead. You're you're on the right. 
You're a conservative guy. I, I'm not a. I'm, I'm oh a my god! Guy. For own it, will you, buddy? All I can say is you're you're representing the right. You believe in smaller government, less intrusive government. Let's face it: the left is right about a woman's right to choose. It should not be government's job. I agree job. with you, hundred percent. Wait, wait. I agree with you, hundred and ten percent. When I ran for mayor and I was standing next to yeah. you, what did I say? I said it's up to a woman. Up to her doctors and up to her family, and that includes. And, I, uh, and why? In- why would there's, there was no red wave in 2020? You know why? The the abortion issue. The GOP does a right. lot of stupid 100%. things. The abortion issue, and I'm going to give you the other one. President Biden, knowing he's breaking the law. President Biden, knowing he's breaking the law. What law is that? Stood up. And says, I'm going to forgive $10,000 to every student. Oh, God forbid we give a no, tax break to middle class people. Wait a second. God forbid. Wait a second. I, I'm, not, I'm not against it. I'm not, but he didn't have the right to do it. I think he Pelosi did. Told I think him, he did. But Pelosi the court, told him he didn't have the right to do the it. The court decided Just he didn't. Just go look at it. The court, Pelosi told the, him he didn't have the right to do it. I want someone okay. fighting. And even but if they're going to lose. That's why. Let me, that's, let me, why right. that's why there was no red wave in 2020. Okay. You enjoy this? You, I want to say this to you. Please do. I love it when my president is fighting to give middle-class people a tax break for change, and that's who has loans for student debt. I know too many young people who are saddled with debt, and I, I honor— you, that's, who I, that's who the president listen, should be on their side. The truth is it should be a bipartisan issue. I agree. All right. I, uh, so I we agree. both agree. We, we, we all agree that we want Joe Biden to get reelected. I'm glad we concluded uh, in that way. I want to tell you how much fun I've had doing this. I've had a lot of fun. If, if you, if my, to my listeners, if you don't hear me next week, it's because I pushed it a little too far. But all kidding aside, this great episode of Left Versus Right, John Katsimatidis, you're a great sport. You're a, I really appreciate all that you've done to let voices like mine be heard. Even though you don't agree with them, no, I, I honor I, you for I, that. Listen, we agree on a lot. We, we agree on a lot more than you think we agree on. We do, and I think that's true of America as well. By and large, people fundamentally have a th- one thing in common. They want to leave a country, a city, a neighborhood a little bit better for their kids than the one that they found. Your father and mother did it for you. My mother and father did it for me. God does willing, your mother agree with you in everything you say? She does not. She frequently tells me I'm wrong about just about everything I say. I, I, so I, I figured <laughs> that. She was a good teacher. <laughs> she was a great teacher. It's Anthony Weiner, John Katsimatidis. We'll see you next week with Curtis Leo on Left versus Right. God bless you and stay safe. Oh, man, crazy.